The views expressed at WTFlandia are not to direct, guide, or sway public opinion for entertainment purposes only. This episode of WTF Landia Radio Show is brought to you by WTF. If you have the same burning questions as we do, then you'll find it here. Well, that's our hope anyway. We're still in the squeeze, uh, so the collisions will come very soon. Is that right, Rodrigo? So collisions very soon? Indeed. Uh, we're getting very close uh, to the collision uh, uh, around the experiments. So that, that do the squeeze, that squeeze to small dimensions, and then there are a few other magnets, which now we will decrease the, the, um, uh, the magnetic field in, and that means that the beams will go into collisions. The operators then will have to adjust these beams uh, uh, manually to, to, up, to maximize, let's say, the, the number of collisions we have. For at least one plane of beam let's one. See. Tune feedback is off for at least one plane of beam. I'm amazed. It took less than half an hour to get this close to collisions, Rodri. When it get, all goes well, it all goes well. And uh, and yes, we're, we're very close. So, uh, so I see now that, that we have squeezed, in fact, the uh, the two uh, experiments uh, down to, to what we call uh, the, their final state. And, and they're now ready, basically, to start adjusting the beams. Uh, what we call adjust mode is to actually make sure that they start to get to, to collide together. Start feedback dynamic change. So we are going uh, now to see um, the historical records of the LHC uh, since uh, the, the initial uh, start. Uh, they're all now the operators. All the experiments are on and start. See is that there is activity in uh, each of the actual experiments. We see the four different graphs where we're trying to now optimize uh, the luminosity so basically how the beams are colliding and and we're just scanning the beams across each other to try and make sure that we've really got them aligned uh, as they should be before we give the go ahead to the experiments to actually start taking their first data start power group 1587 start power group 1,588. So these are what we call uh, luminosity scans. So a luminosity is a measure of, of how many collisions are taking place at any time. Uh, and of course, you can imagine that when we bring the beams together, these very small beams, they're not perfectly aligned head-on. Uh, and this means that we have to slowly move them uh, left, right, and up and down uh, to try and optimize where the collision point actually is. And this is what's going This is going the job on. of Daniele Hoover. is now on screen. Exactly. This is what's going on at the moment. Uh, these automatic scans that have been launched to try and make sure that we're now uh, optimized before and we And more experienced ahead. colleagues around him, uh, because I think he's his first year uh, LHC it's operator. It's his first year of LHC operation, yes. He came on, uh, on, the team. on the team as we were in shutdown mode. So uh, so this is really the first year that he's been operating the machine, but, but doing a very good job of it. Start power group 1,599. 
start power group. So there we have these are the different scans that are made. The dips uh, are where we go out of collision, uh, and every time it goes up, of course, it's it's where we uh, we basically optimize the the collision points. So you can see that uh, as we move away uh, in the wrong direction, we actually go down in what we call luminosity. So how many collisions we have, uh, and then as it's optimized, of course, we get to a higher and higher level, and, and this is what is now being done. And once he's happy with the level for each of the four experiments, he will then launch the handshake uh, with them uh, to allow them to start taking data. It's a thrilling moment. Everybody is waiting. I think uh, the experiments are already pleased that they are getting collisions. But... Ba -ba 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 -ba. Welcome. <laughs> Welcome to CERN, a little place where they're firing off large hydron colliders for the third time. The second time, in fact, where we have crawled into a Mandela effect wormhole and we shan't ever return to know if Curious George was, in fact, a monkey. Or was he a cat? <laughs> oh, <laughs> I just want to go on to the record right here on your WTF Landia radio show. Hi, guys. It's your girl, Char Michelle. I want to go on record and just to say right out the gate that laugh was highly uncomfortable. And it's highly adjustable. We can adjust it now to f fix. Actually, we can't. It's our regularly scheduled program. You most often on this program, when I'm laughing, it's it's just a, just another point of uncomfortable contention. And uh, here we are, like we uh, never left. We're back. <laughs> Instead, so this time, okay, well, if you're new here, welcome to the show. It is nice to have you join us. We're getting new listeners every, every, every episode and this is exciting because well this is why I do it for your ears and so whoever passed you this podcast episode well you can thank them they care about you and they think uh, you know that you have good taste and good listening ears so you're very welcome <laughs> but seriously oh. okay we should just go on and talk about what right there what we listen to we listen to a bunch of test tube babies in the form of nuclear scientist or oh, physicist uh, and uh, no they're not test tube babies and I'm not sure what they are but they look like it in my mind my mind tells me that the test tube baby looks like it's these guys that's messing with portals and trying to make the upside down world and stranger things an actual thing because have you seen the clouds let me let me backtrack backtrack okay I'm backtracking let's talk about it what you heard there was a little a little discovery happening and it's over at the European Organization for Nuclear Research okay CERN otherwise known as CERN and it's collecting data again for the third time as we heard there and this time it's out to prove the existence of another mysterious substance called aka dark matter now they have a word for it called the god particle and let me tell you what the god-fearing woman that i am has my spidey senses perked and i'm ready to go to war 
You mess with my God, you mess with me. You mess with me, you're messing with Jesus coming back soon. Because Jesus ain't going to finna let me go to war with y'all because he knows I'm gangster. And so here's the thing. The machine behind the God particle is on the hunt, okay? And 10 years ago, a team operating the world's largest particle collider made history by discovering the Higgs boson. What is a Higgs boson? It's got my my name. My, what is it called? My premarital name. <laughs> Higgs, Higgins. It's called the Higgs boson, boson particle. Finding key to understanding the creation of the universe, earning it the nickname the God particle, the universe, as many people like to dim and dumb down the name of God, aka Yahweh, the universe. I love to think that the universe is such a great thing. I thank the universe for giving me food. The universe. Okay, well, that's that's very kind of you. I feel like the universe is more particular, but hey, go off, champ. And after a three, more than three-year pause, because probably because of the pandemic, and because these test tubes, I mean, these scientists have, uh, you know, needed a little time to figure out how they can evil up the world a bit more. Uh, <laughs> see, here's the thing. I know I'm being rude, and there's probably some scientists listening to this, and hello, you're doing something. <laughs> sure what it is but you're outsmarting everything so you're outsmarting yourself and you're outsmarting the world and the universe and it's it's sketchy i'm just frank but i'm a layman i'm just a regular gal that's brain likes to think and and roll around what i'm looking at and i'm looking at some stuff and i got people listen we're living in 2022 and I'm just walking around my neighborhood, and, and it's a weird time. It's like there's already some sort of a portal open. Because I remember in the 1950s, women wore, wore poodle skirts and, and, and bouffant hairdos. And then I remember in the 1970s, when men and women wore the bell-bottom pants with the fish in the, uh, you know, platform glass-bottom shoe and the afros and the hairs and for the black folks and the hair parted down the middles for the other and the long long shags right so i remember that in the 70s and then in the 80s we got salt and peppers here and we're in effect want you to push it yeah cooling my days and at night working up a sweat we had that look right with black girls in the hood with the bamboo earrings at least two pair and uh, run DMC and the Adidas tracksuits. We had that look. In the 90s, we had like more like neon. We were embracing this neon culture with very baggy bottom pants, like Carl Kanai. And like, uh, we even messed with like Kuji and, and, and just like, um, uh, you know, baggier pant wear and short wear. And Nikes and Nike Cortez and stuff like that. And then, and then in in the two thousands, I don't know what that was either. It was skinny jeans. And now we're in the upside down, and we've got half the people walking around the street with look like they. Well, I'm not gonna go there because I welcome everybody listening to the show. I don't want to run you out of the room. But you look like you you are definitely stepped back into the '80s. So you have that vibe going on. Everybody's smoking cigarettes again because it's a thing. 
Because it's why not? It's what the 80s did. So you're conjuring up a whole new lung cancer problem right here in the perfectly, you know, cleared out 2022. We were indoors for two years, okay? We were indoors for two years clearing out God's beautiful green earth. Not the universe's beautiful green earth, but Yah's beautiful green earth. We had it looking clear for a while. Even China had a little air clarity right well now we've got these teeny boppers watching stranger things walking around here with with um shaggy hair which is fine i like the look high water levi's i like it too um and a cigarette though hanging out 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 your lips it's just anyways and then we have other people just wearing like michael like jordan sneakers and like It's just weird. There's not a specific direction for fashion these days. I went out today for lunch and I look like I was dining in Greece. And then I'm walking past Stranger Things. It's just very, look, I can't, I'm a simple girl with a simple palette and I'm confused. So I think they lit up that CERN hydron and it's really, we don't know what, look, Okay, let me talk about it. Let me talk about it a little bit more. And you understand why? I just don't understand where we're going, what the direction is. There's no linear movement to the world right now. It's just, it's just pandemic aftermath. And then there's a recession. I also went into 7-Eleven after taking my son to a, um, a, a, a sports game yesterday. And I saw that a regular king-size Reese's peanut butter cup was $3.99. Remember I talked about the fact that we will experience a famine in the coming months, maybe a year ago, on WTF Landia Radio Show. If you haven't experienced my uh, logical, very, in my imagination, um, timed... Uh, projections as to what we would look at in the future, well then you should go back and listen to some of these 240 plus episodes of podcast radio that I have for you right here underneath this one and just see where I went right I just, you know I'm one of those people that just I'm I'm not going to give myself too much credit because I'm just like everybody else with a set of eyes a set of ears, maybe mine's a little bit different than yours but I saw this stuff happening Okay, and oh, Klaus Schwab, you little turbulent tyrant, you, what are you doing to us? I think that you guys need to buckle up and buckle up tight because recession and famine is on route. But that's neither here nor there because we're still here. We're talking about CERN collecting its data again. In this time, of course, you know, to find the God particle, the dark matter. Why would it be dark matter? Though scientists largely believe dark matter is real, right? So none of them have been able to see it or create it because they're not God or the universe. They're not God. Data collection and power upgrades made the particle smasher called the Large Hadron Collider. 
could uh, provide the researchers with one of their best chances to visualize and understand the substance. So when they did what they did was what you heard there. They took this little hydron collider and they aimed two beams at each other and collided a bunch of energy, full throttle, full force at each other, creating this sort of and and then this is just in my terms in in nerd terms it sounds different it sounds a little bit more well I, I I'm trying to figure it out myself but if we can figure out the properties of dark matter we can learn our what our galaxy is made of right and that's what Joshua Ruderman the associate professor of physics at NYU said and it said he thinks it would be transformative and I think well <laughs> It'll be something. Dark matter has fascinated physicists for decades. They're not there taking physicists on just for the fun of it. They're in there trying to figure out what they're looking at, what they're feeling. These, I tell you, when you out, when you out nerd yourself, you're just in a nerd suit swimming around in collagen lasers. What do you do after that? If you're in that building and you did that. What do you do? Do you feel a certain burst of energy? Are you able to sleep after that? Do you go off into the washroom quarters with the other scientists and make out and say, oh, we did this. Oh, so great. What do you do? I feel like it was exhilarating for these nerds. I'm watching it. That's why. I'm looking at it and they're all high-fiving each other. They're giving each other nerd eyes, physicist eyes. And I say nerd ever so lovingly because... Everyone knows Char Michelle loves a good nerd. It's uh, a term of endearment, so chill. Don't come for me, okay, nerds? All the stars, though, and planets and galaxies in the universe only count for 5% of the universe's matter. So what else are they looking for is the question. If you're telling me all the stars and planets and galaxies in the universe only account for 5%. That means they know there's a God above. They know there's a, uh, uh, well, a hell below. They know this. Scientists are going to start spitting out the truth here. Because let me tell you what. I did speak to a fella who worked for NASA for quite a long time. And for all respectful and secrecy he did say to me I can tell you this Shar I'm a Christian I'm a believer and it's not really common for a believer to be a scientist and to work for NASA that's for sure but I can tell you one thing that we've discovered and I'll just keep it brief but we can almost we we for certain he didn't say almost he says we know that there is a God there's not a question anymore. There's no question. I don't know what that means. He stopped there and then he vanished off in the thin air. <laughs> this is actually a man I met in the park. I always meet people. They come up to me when I'm just sitting down, minding my business. And they talk. And we end up talking for about an hour as I was waiting on my dentist appointment. I don't know who this guy is. He was like an angel. He came in when I was having a moment. I think I talked about it on one of my podcast episodes. So just, hey, you know what? When you have a Saturday, go ahead and press play and just vibe out. And you'll fall asleep and you'll wake up and I'll be talking about something, I'm sure. But let it play. And uh, you'll discover all the ins and outs of, you know, how we got here to where we're at. 
and we're all and where we're going <laughs> with this WTF Land Video Radio Show. But uh, yeah, five percent. Do you tell me five percent of matter of the universe's matter is wrapped up in the stars, planets, and that? What the heck else is out there? That's ninety-five percent of elsewhere. <laughs> And the and and that and there's a metaverse. Is that okay? That's why God is real and God is good. And there's a new heaven and the earth. And and we're gonna figure it out. We are gonna have to figure it out. But not before you. Yeah. Okay. Not before they stop messing with stuff. Now I had to go ahead and do a bunch of research. But as whimsical as I can be, to keep this thing, me from having to disclaim the facts out of everything. I'm just going to keep it simple because I, I have read, I've done a lot of reading on this CERN and it's brought me to one clear point. Roughly 27% of the universe is thought to be composed of dark matter and uh, which does not absorb, reflect, or emit light. Ooh, what's that mean, Char Michelle? Well, make an extre- it's making it extremely hard to detect because it's dark. <laughs> mostly this okay mostly this wow, this is why this is why i've come up with my research is that energy is only for now <laughs> able to be seen when it is lit up when it is lighting up otherwise it is dark otherwise darkness you cannot feel well you can but you can't at the same time, right? Darkness can feel constricting. It can feel hollow even. But is that a feeling or is that an or is that a absence of feeling? That's the question. So this is what my research is telling me. And uh, researchers have also said that it exists because they've seen a gravitational pull in objects. Now, and also how it bends, helps to bend light. So darkness can help to bend light. But then... Remember this, though, when you when there's darkness in a room, darkness absolutely jets away. It absolutely vanishes. It dashes. It runs. It disappears when it is introduced to light, period, right? So it disappears in the presence of light. And that's where they're finding it a difficult time to see that dark matter has any source of energy just as a whole. Now, researchers are hoping that the Large Hydrogen Collider can help with that to further on that mission of discovery. The collider was built over a course of a decade by the European Organization for Nuclear Research to help answer understand uh, or uh, uh, helps you answer and understand these questions right so the machine is located roughly this is the other thing right it's below the ground 328 feet below the ground so they've dug into the earth they can find some dark matter if they just want to keep going lower than that didn't they dig didn't they dig isn't didn't wait didn't the Russians dig down there and hear the screams and the shouts of the underworld as well? My son told me about that. I think he, he figured it out on TikTok. But uh, they're going to find the dark matter is a real, real, real thing. I feel like that's what they should do. That's what they wanted to leave the heavens alone. Let's go down below. You guys can do that. That's what you want to do. But what I'm thinking is I'll keep my thoughts 
till the end of this show. We're getting there, folks. Bear with me. Now, the tunnel is near. I just want to give you guys a geographical location of where this science experience to the upside down world is being held near the French and Swiss border. I've been to that area myself. Didn't know they had such dubious activities happening, but they do. And uh, its uh, circumference spans nearly 17 miles. Now, inside the collider, superconducting magnets are chilled to roughly minus negative 456 degrees Fahrenheit, colder than space, people, colder than outer space. While two particles beams traveling close to the speed of light are made to collide. Using advanced sensors and monitors, scientists analyze the substances created by those collisions. That's what they were doing with that dip chart, was analyzing the substances that create those collisions and which replicate conditions similar to the Big Bang. Are you kidding me? So you're telling me this. You're telling me this, these nerds, you nerds, you nerds, you physicists nerds. You're telling me this, you're trying to create a Big Bang when you've been pushing the idea that the Big Bang has got us to where we are now. So if you Big Bang it out, you're going to Big Bang the whole world out of position. And then we all don't live anymore. Or are you going to Big Bang yourself into uh, what is going on here? It's not making sense. If you don't believe in God, why are you looking for God? One. Two, if you if 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 this life came about in just a big bang, then what are you trying to end it? I'm just trying to say we didn't sign up for this. If that's the case, <sighs> you should give us a, a, a some sort of a um, st- st- statistics, some sort of a some sort of a paperwork we can do or phone call in talking about. Do you want to? Do you are you okay with this hydron collide collider over there in the Swiss French border? Um, possibly making us all go bye-bye. Because I, I feel like, well, I can only speak for myself. I feel like I'm not. I'm not ready for this. I'm ready to, uh, look, I'm just getting a divorce. I'm trying to get married again. Gosh, I'm, I'm off into some fun and excitement, exciting times in my life. And here we are trying to big bang me out of life. Like, no. Goodness gracious. You, between these guys and Klaus Schwab, I need a vote in the matter. <laughs> and Bill Gates, <laughs> y'all are doing too much. I, I listen. Anyways, back to what I was talking about here, and back to my research. The machine, listen, guys, it started working in September 28, 2008, but it shut down multiple times for enhancements. Those nerds had to squeaky, squeaky up, get it cleaned up. Because they took us into the Mandela Effect world. And that's in 2012, but we'll get there. But for the past three years, engineers have upgraded the collider so it can detect more data and run at higher speeds. So now we were in here in this pandemic. These nerds was up here trying to perfect a Big Bang Theory that we didn't sign up for. We had nothing to do with it. We never wanted to. We never asked for it. They got a portal cloud going right on, right down, right above it. We don't even know what this means. We don't even know if you're here, if we're even here where we are right now. We don't even know if you listen to this podcast in real life and actually you're still here. You could be in the upside, you could be upside down for all I know with a mullet and a cigarette. (sighs) Now listen here. 
So the accelerator can run at its highest energy level ever. Now, if the freaking 2012 Mandela Effect experiment didn't do enough, it's at its highest level right now, 13.6 trillion electron volts, allowing scientists to run bigger and more complicated experiments that could yield new insights into particle physics. No, thank you. Just no, do that, no. This is what happens. These scientist teachers got your these kids excited in high school about bumping atoms and matter together. And now here we are, the French Alps, bang, big banging stuff up. And it ain't cute. But at the beginning of the universe, particles did not have mass. So scientists have long questioned how stars, planets, and additional life were created. How? I can tell you how. It was God. In Genesis chapter 1, it'll tell you. Look, I, I'm just so happen to have a Bible right next to me. And I'm going to tell you how. Okay? It says it right here. I'll just give you I'll just give you what I'm looking at. Just really briefly so we don't have to, you know, go too far. In the beginning, Genesis chapter 1 verse 1, God created the heaven and the earth. And the earth was without form and void, and darkness was upon the face of the deep. And the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters, and God said, Let there be light. And there was light. And God saw that the light, that it was good. And God divided the light from the darkness. And God God called the light day, and the darkness he called night. And the evening and the morning were the first day. Now that is Genesis chapter 1 through 5. Chapter 1, verse 1 through 5. Now you can go on and read on from there. I'm not going to take you guys through the whole Bible, although I'd like to. If we have time, maybe I'll do that and I'll read it to you guys. You'll fall asleep with this voice. But hey, I, I, whatever it takes for to get you guys to read the Bible with me, I would, I would really like for you to do that because it's alive. It's such a beautiful read that I really suggest, I highly suggest it. I was able to do that during the pandemic. Why couldn't people just do that instead of big bang? In the, you know what? No. I'm going to keep my thoughts and feelings and prayers to myself because obviously you creeps are weird (laughs) anyways that's how so you don't have to ask them we're just trying to figure out actually where this comes from this is a significant increase and CERN's director Mike Lamont says for accelerating technology paving the way for new discoveries he's very excited and um In 1964, actually, physicist Francis Englert and Peter Higgs and others theorized a force field gave particles mass. And when they connected, but they couldn't document the existence of the entity. That's the Higgs boson. That's the God particle they're looking for. They know it's out there. They just can't identify it yet because they can't really identify energy in darkness. (sighs) Do you understand? This is getting more like layman's for you guys. I try. I'm not sure I'm doing a great job at it. I often use a lot of my own opinion in there. It confuses people. But, you know, if you've gotten to this point, then you're here for it. So, bravo. But the discovery of the Higgs boson particle, a part of the hypothesized force field, it won the Nobel Peace Prize, guys, in physics. 
and remember also Hitler won a Nobel Peace Prize so it's <laughs> it's not like an actual like pat on the back award it's some weird stuff <laughs> Kendrick Lamar won a Nobel Peace Prize I'm happy about that Donald Trump also was nominated it's weird <gasps> This particle, though, has fascinated scientists and the general public alike. CERN and the Collider are featured prominently in the Dan Brown book <laughs> and the adapted movie Angels and Demons. Go figure. Messing with the. Oh, messing with dark and light, y'all. This is, this is satanic. This is Satan. This is Satan. This is Satan worship at its highest level. Behest of taxpayers. Who spent, who's paying for this? We need a bigger vote. Look, look what's happening over in Sri Lanka. The Sri Lankan people have went and stormed the dynasty, forced the prime minister to resign because they realize there's more of them than there is of he. We need to start demanding for answers because things are getting out of control here. I don't know that I signed up to mess with angels and demons and open up portals in the upside down world in real life. Okay, that's for the film. That's for Netflix. <sighs> not for real life. I'm not into it. I'm not, I'm not into it. But I'm telling you what, when they do understand that that light that comes through, listen, God is the God of all human beings and all mankind. What you won't do is find God and destroy God and you certainly won't do what God won't allow you to do. I'm just saying that to every physicist, every scientist, every nerd, every anybody who's alive and living on this planet. You can only do what God says you can do. Period. You are not God. Okay? God is your creator. He's also the creator of the universe. Okay, so don't praise the universe, praise God, in my humble opinion. Okay, so also, these nerds hope to learn more about how the Higgs boson particles behave on Tuesday, July 5th, shortly after the collider began collecting data. Scientists at CERN announced that they'd found three new exotic particles that could provide clues as to how subatomic particles bind together. High energy colliders remain the most powerful microscope at the disposal uh, of and to explore nature at the smallest scales and to discover the fundamental laws that govern the universe said uh, Jean Judici head of CERN's theory department so they're trying to theoretically they're trying to find out you know even at small scales what fun what fundamental laws government the govern govern the universe i can tell you what fundamental laws govern the universe god yahweh and the holy spirit you'll find out (laughs) it seems very simple but it gets because it is and i yeah i'll get there okay so rudderman of new york university also said cern's quest to learn about dark matter and explain the origins of the universe have him eagerly awaiting the results from the experiment so as we mentioned near the top of the show they are now they are downloading and compressing the data the research excites him greatly and it's why i wake up in the morning he says i knew if these dingle hoppers wake up with half-cocked swellies very excited to charge up the collider and play with a portal that we have no idea that they were doing now i think i also don't think that anyone 
<laughs> Sorry for my descriptive, but it's just this is how I feel in this moment. I don't think that anybody swellies. I don't think that <laughs> I don't think that anybody besides myself understood that this CERN event was even happening. Not a lot of people know about it. They're not talking about it on the main. They're not talking about it on CNN or any of these other mainstream news networks. Okay, you gotta be looking for this stuff. I'm looking for it because I'm looking for Jesus to come back. I'm 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 watching. Because I ain't got time on this earth to be playing around with none of this. I'm even monitoring my dating life and trying to remain to my, keeping my quivers to myself because the devil came, comes to steal, kill, and destroy, and God comes to give us life and life more abundantly. And I'm not trying to play around with the devil at these times, at this juncture of life. It's dark. If they want to look for dark matter, just look around you. <laughs> it's dark days. Like, Everybody's losing their rights. Everybody's losing their autonomy. People don't know whether they are what they are anymore. And they're smoking cigarettes again. <laughs> That's most disturbing for me. Uh, I, I used to do it. It's just such an expensive habit. And inflation. And my gosh. <laughs> Klaus Schwab. Oh. <laughs> I am like... My mind is blown. My mind is blown. I'm not even going to play. But listen, once the data starts coming out from this experiment that happened on July the 5th at the border of the Alps, the French Alps, Rudderman will see and uh, he they'll see if uh, it's producing any new particles. And if it does, It'll be hard to immediately tell if it's dark matter or not. First, they will need to assess whether the particle in question emits light. Well, we did see that. We just talked about that in Genesis. Okay, I can read it again. And God said, let there be light. And there was light. And God saw the light that it was good. And God divided the light from the darkness. So the light is going to be divided from the darkness. So there's your answer. You prove me wrong because the Bible doesn't lie. So if you find some lightness in that dark, it's because you flicked on a switch, my friend. I'm just telling you. I'm just going to answer it for you. And no, 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 I have not spent time with a collider dug underneath my basement floor. I just know that the Bible is real. (laughs) And I don't question it. Okay, so they're going to... Not probably not find that there's light inside that dark, but you know, hey. And second, the particle should show signs of existing for a long time and not decaying immediately, since dark matter should, in theory, be able to last billions of years. They also hope that the particle behaves similarly to the current theories of dark matter. Rudderman said it could take more than four years to make the discovery if CERN scientists do not discover dark matter in the next four years they have more upgrades in the work the upgrades are likely to take three years after the current run stops leaving the fourth round of data collection and experiments to start in 2029 they're upgrading folks they're upgrading to more powerful explosions to find out the where the dark matter is this is like and then we knew listen we knew in, in theory Let's be honest, us adults that were around, and if you can Google it or YouTube it, 
when the cartoon The Jetsons was on TV, we looked forward to that time. A time, you know, would be here by now. And it's not. It's looking pretty similar to what it looked like in the 70s and 80s and 90s. And so it's not outlandish that these things are happening. It's just sketchy in the sense where we are colliding energy. We know everything in life is energy, right? We do understand that. And so we're messing with energy at its highest levels. And I'm just wondering what that does. And again, if I am referencing what it can do in regards to what it did do in the Mandela effect is that once they'd created an experiment at that same juncture, then people were not able to remember Fruit Loops was spelled with two O's or three, or like if Oreos, it was an Oreo on the, on the packaging or with an S, if Mandela was alive or dead. That's why it's called the Mandela Effect, president of Africa, South Africa. So this is like an actual thing where we could be subsequently living in two different parts of an existence without even knowing is what they're hoping to discover. And as planned, uh, the trial could capture 10 times more data than, than what we experienced on July 5th. But unraveling the universe's secrets isn't easy. It's hard, Rutterman says, and uh, it's something that could take a whole lifetime of exploration. Well, we don't have much time if we keep burning the earth down at the, at the high rates that we are doing. Well, remember, to, I just want to share to you, my lovely audience members, that what we're doing right now in this very moment will show up 12 years from now at, to, in regards to our planet. Okay? Also... What you're doing right now in general will show up 10, 12 years from now. <laughs> if you don't like your spouse now, 12 years from now, you're not going to like them anymore. Just kidding. But seriously, so this is um this is what we saw here in July 5th. Uh, again, I'm not sure that anybody, I did, you know, talk to a couple of people about this and they did not have any sort of clue that this is something that actually happened so it was like I was sharing some new information with people they were like oh I didn't know that that was actually happening so wait what there's they're creating a, a collision trying to find matter yes 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 it doesn't sound as shocking unless you're looking at the cloud formations above the actual uh center where the event took place search up CERN C-E-R-N do a little bit of research in regards to um, what took place on July 5th and then tell me what you think and that's kind of all I, I, I would suggest because right now we're not sure what's going on I don't think anybody is sure but what I am certain of in my wonderfully humble opinion inviting people and thinkers of all types and again I am lovingly referring to you all as nerds in an endearing way I consider myself a nerd I wouldn't consider myself a test tube baby that was rude and I take it and back, kind of, not really. Um, <laughs> stop messing with energy. Ah! Stop messing with energy. I didn't pay y'all for this. 
I don't know what taxpayers dollars you've taken this out of. That's why I think money is printed. We have created some factual things in life. Everything, not factual, some, some easily acceptable, um, things out of life. We said, you know what? Money is worth something. So I'm going to pay, I'm going to pay my taxes and then pay people to vent colliders. No, that comes from anywhere. There's no such thing as people putting money into these colliders and, and, and taxpayers having to pay it. Yes, there is that. There, we do pay taxes for all that stuff. But they were going to do this anyway. And so what I would ask them is to do is to do the ethical thing. And that's to ask us if we'd like to be invi- involved in this global science experience. Seeing as though we only maybe not even 0.5% of Earth's mat- of the entire universe's matter. The Earth, that is probably 002 percent. But can we can we have a say in this, please, Rudderman? And all you interesting people at CERN. In the meanwhile, just know that Jesus loves you. Jesus did not come to to be rude to you. Doesn't hate you. Literally came to save you by dying on the cross to save you from your sins. Truly, he didn't come to be like clowning and to like make you look silly he came to like give you a real true way to heaven because everything else is downward spiral into the dark matter of the depths part of the earth and that's hell because we're on this earth but you search that answer out for yourself in the meanwhile thanks for listening this far i think you're a beautiful person i think you've got excellent taste and i hope you and your family stay healthy and well during these absolutely dark but hopeful times <laughs> i'm just keeping it at one honey it's your girl Char michelle later This episode of WTFlandia radio show is not bought to you by Google, but if you know what's good for you, go ahead and use the Google search and search up every bit of what we're speaking about on this episode. You can thank me later. Assessing this podcast, I acknowledge that the entire contents and design of this podcast are the property of WTF Landia Radio or used by WTF Landia Radio with permission and are protected under U.S. and international copyright and trademark laws. Except as otherwise provided herein, users of this podcast may save and use information contained in the podcast only for personal or non-commercial educational purposes, no other use, including without limitation reproduction, retransmission, or editing of this podcast may be made without the prior written permission of WTF Landia Radio, which may be requested by contacting WTF Landia Radio. By assessing this podcast, I acknowledge that the WTF Landia Radio makes no warranty, guarantee, or representation as to the accuracy or sufficiency of the information featured in this podcast. The information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast are for general 
general information only, and any reliance on this information provided in the podcast is done at your own risk. This podcast should not be considered professional advice unless unless stated otherwise. The WTFlandia Radio Group does not endorse, approve, recommend, or certify any information, product, process, service, or organization presented or mentioned in this podcast. And information from this podcast should not be referenced in any way to imply such approval or endorsement. The third-party materials or, or content of any third-party site referenced in this podcast do not necessarily reflect the opinion, standards, or policies of WTF Landia Radio. WTF Landia Radio assumes no responsibility or liability for the accuracy or completeness, completeness of the content contained in third-party materials or on third-party sites referenced in this podcast or the compliance with the applicable laws of such materials and or links referenced herein. Moreover, WTF Landia Radio makes no warranty that this podcast or the server that makes it available is free of viruses, worms, or other elements or codes that manifest contaminating or destructive properties. WTF Landia Radio expressly disclaims any and all liability or responsibility for any direct, indirect, incidental, special, consequential or other damages arising out of any individual's use of reference to this reliance on or inability to use this podcast or the information presented in this podcast.